Rather like Christmas, it's hard to decide whether the ascension of our Lord is a glorious celebratory occasion or a quiet, subtle one. The sequence of events followed by the church is entirely based on the Gospel of Luke and the first chapter of Acts. Unlike John, Luke describes no resurrection appearances beyond Easter Day itself, and its account of the ascension is mysterious. But the opening chapter of Acts, almost certainly written by the same author, describes Jesus taking the eleven disciples with him to an unknown place, giving them some final instructions and then ascending until a cloud hid him from their sight. Then two men in white robes foretell that Jesus will return the same way he departed. There's no triumphal departure, but the church has often chosen to mark the ascension with tremendous celebration, since it marks the completion of Christ's ministry on earth. Here's a 16th century celebration by Jakob Handel. It's the last part of the story that becomes the theme for the late 16th and early 17th century Dutch composer Jan Svelings anthem Viri Galilei, or Men of Galilee. The ascension is sometimes called the other half of Christmas. At Christmas, Jesus came down from heaven. At the ascension, Jesus goes up to heaven. But there's one more part of the story, Jesus' promised return. It seems clear the early Christians expected Jesus to return in glory, and the events of AD 70, when Jerusalem was destroyed by the Romans, seemed for a while to be the beginning of those end times. Since then, there have always been those who anticipated the end of the story any day. But the words of the two white-robed men can be read a different way by saying, Why do you look up to heaven? They could mean, 
Don't waste your time counting the days, but get on with the work of the church until the last day comes. J.S. Bach devoted a whole 1735 oratorio to the Ascension. Bach belongs very much to the glory and triumph school of the Ascension. But don't miss the poignancy of the, of the ten days that fall between Ascension and Pentecost. Christianity is the great proclamation that God is with us. Yet in these ten days, with Christ ascended and the Spirit not yet come, it doesn't feel very much like God is with us at all. Theologians often reflect on Holy Saturday when Christ is dead and the resurrection seemingly out of reach. But these ten days after Christ's ascension are just as significant. Our experience of the absence of God is a profound part of the life of discipleship. Here in these ten days we find they are part of the New Testament itself.